Hey y'all, and welcome to episode one of Band Chat, where we talk about being an independent band and everything that comes with it. Uh, I'm today's host, uh, I'm Mike, or Michael, either is fine. Uh, I'm going to introduce the rest of the guys. So we have Austin. Sup? Uh, we have Brayson. Sup? <laughs> and uh, we have Miles. Hey guys, I'm not going to do sup, but I'll still do the peace sign. I like Hello. it. Thank you. And for those of you listening and not watching, everyone did a peace sign. Uh, so we're gonna uh, we're gonna go into history today. We figured that the first episode is a perfect place to introduce ourselves, uh, both as people uh, and as a band. Probably more so as a band because that's what uh, you're all here for. So um, we're gonna talk about the way way back history. And we're going to bring you all the way up to present day. Uh, But before we get started, we're going to do a little icebreaker. Uh, It's like a giant four-person date. Um, (laughs) So here's our icebreaker. Uh, What is the first song you learned on your instrument? Uh, So name your your, your instrument and the song. Miles, why don't you go first? Okay, sure. Um, So the first song I learned on the drums was Boulevard of Broken Dreams by Green Day. Nice. That, was, that was the one. Yes, it was a that was instant classic. <laughs> it wasn't your one. I thought it was going to be your one. Why don't you go next? I'm really curious to hear your one. Uh, yeah, yeah. Miles and I, we kind of started our instruments together. Miles started first. Uh, hey, we we're going to get into play. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But what? I just <laughs> preface for this bit. We used to play songs like nonstop over and over and over again all day. So we were guessing if we had the same first song that we started with. Mine was not Boulevard of Broken Dreams. Mine was actually Welcome to the Black Parade. On bass, right? On bass, yes. I knew Beautiful. it. Did you like did you do like the intro keyboard part on Blaze um, on Blaze? On, on Blaze? On bla- no, did you do it on Blaze too? No. I mean I could <laughs> if you want me to. But <laughs> we'll get there. Austin? Um, I guess it depends, because I mean I cover both uh keyboards and guitar in the band so um in terms of guitar the first song i ever learned was uh tell me baby by the red hot chili peppers uh that goes back to when i first learned guitar in our uh in one our like our beginner guitar class in uh in grade six in middle school so that's when i that's that was my first song of guitar uh the second song well the second song i guess or the first song i learned on keys or piano uh, was uh, Astronomers by We're the City, actually, because it was the song that got me into uh, what? actually learning how to play piano. Yeah, it was, it, it was Crocodile Rock. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. Okay, okay. That, that's, a whole, we can, we, that's a whole other chapter. We'll get into that later. The thing is, I used to think I was a keyboard player when I was like six, but I never actually knew how to play keys. But I had a keyboard. Okay. Yeah. You're halfway there. All right. Yeah. Well. Bon Jovi, be proud. Excellent. Uh, and I, uh, my first song, other than like all your classic, like Ode to Joys and Claire de la Lune and stuff. Uh, yeah, give us I real music. Real music? I don't even know if this is real music, but I, my first song was TNT by ACDC. Um, hey man, I love ACDC. Yeah, a that's nice a little one. three quarter. That's a, that's a rock song. That oh, is yeah. a rock song. On my little like nylon string acoustic guitar, so. They are, in my opinion, the epitome of rock and roll. ACDC? Yeah. 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 That. The furthest band from us. That <laughs> and, and Led Zeppelin, too. I would say those two yeah. Yeah, yeah, are the epitome of rock and roll. If you disagree with us, 
let us know. We would leave love a to comment know. below. What if you disagree know? with us, you're wrong. <laughs> let us know anyway. Yeah. What do we know? We're an indie band. That's uh, true. A pop band at that. So a pop yeah. band. But how did we get here? How did we become a pop band? Uh, let's uh, let's get right into it. I'm I'm hosting this episode because uh, I was not in the band in the beginning, and we'll talk about how I slowly ended up in the band. Not necessarily as my decision, um, but you know, for, for the beginning of the Royal Oak story, um, we're gonna go way back. We're gonna take Ooh. you back to before uh, I was born. Not quite, but um, we're gonna take you back. So you guys actually met in T-ball. Is that right? Yes. yes. I actually yeah. can't. I can't remember if we were all on the same team. We must have. All been on the same team because we Austin Austin's a year older than us, so mm-hmm. I don't know how the age groups worked out. It, so well, I, it, it used to be in sports, you would get like uh, this age and this age, and they would go together. And then yeah, the next yeah, would be that, mm-hmm. that it wasn't like one age. Yeah, yes. exactly. Uh, I think how I feel like I remember a little bit different. What I remember is I think you guys met in T-ball, but I think what happened is I met Brayson first through proximity because my younger brother and Brayson's younger brother were friends, I think before me and Brayson were. And oh, that's how T-ball. I met. That's how I met Brayson. I'm pretty yeah. sure. Yeah. Oh, okay. And then how- I'm pretty sure I met you from uh, like through Brayson from there. And then, you know, this whole beautiful cornucopia of friendship formed from there. <laughs> Sorry, you being me, right? Yes, Miles. Sorry, yes. I refer to. Okay, for for uh, everyone's context, whenever I say you, I officially only mean Miles. This is canon. <laughs> That's going to cause a lot of confusion. <laughs> but um, but yeah, so that's where it all kind of started. But there was no music involved at all. Like that was before we even entered school. Like we were literally. Like I mean, at four. least I guess if me and Brayson were the ones on the t-ball team, we were like four or five years old, like yeah, just yeah. before getting into kindergarten. So that was our first exposure to each other. Like, I don't even think we were friends going into kindergarten because you no. were in the afternoon class. Yeah. I was Ugh, in the morning good class. Good old half days. Yeah, mm, some good old those. half days. Remember those? Yeah. So we didn't become friends. Grade I want to say Goody. to Exactly. Miss Goody. Grade one. Night. That's mm. a great name. Uh, yeah. But Miles, you said that there was no music back then, but I remember you guys telling me a story that there was music because Austin uh, wasn't very uh, into baseball at the beginning, but he was very into singing in the outfield. Is that right? Right. So it, I'm, I must have yeah, got straight. this from another person, though, because I feel like Austin's memory is correct in that me and Brayson were on a t-ball team and then he met Brayson afterwards. Mm-hmm. But, but you two kept playing baseball after I had quit. Yeah, so I still you- play baseball. Oh, there you go. Yeah, you still play uh, slow pitch, not right? Not T-ball. Well, well, well not, 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 yeah, not, not T-ball, <laughs> and also not this year because, you know, the world fell apart. But uh, yes. otherwise, I normally do. Yes, but yeah. so where you're, where you're, what the story you're thinking of, Mike, is I just know that, actually, I think I went to watch one of your games because, like, I, because, I you know, my dad was friends with, of course, Wayne and Carrie, like, Brayson and Austin's dad. And so I think I was watching one game, and Austin is just out in the outfield, just, like, <laughs> having a time like just like singing and like jumping and just like picking up grass and chucking oh, it yeah classic and it's it was glitter. like and i it's interesting <laughs> like i have a vivid memory of that so i must like have sun valley park right exactly oh ex- yeah exactly that's exactly what it was so we yeah. must have been in the area like watching your game or something but that's the story you're thinking of mike so there was there was music early on there I was guess. music but but it wasn't like official 
uh, you know, you guys didn't start learning your instruments until what? Like, I was, miles. I was eight. I was the, I think I was the first one, right, to learn yes, an instrument. Yeah, yeah. Sure. Mm-hmm. So I was eight years old when I first started to learn, and me and me and Brayson were in the same. I think we were in the same class when we started to play music as well, uh, grade three pre-shop, yeah. right? Yeah. So we were in the same class, and I had started playing drums down at Lindsay Music Studio. I remember the first time I got exposed to drumming was a talent show at our elementary school. Mm. I can't remember who what his name was, but he's. It was like a grade five band, and I was like in grade two or grade three, and I was like, "Whoa, I want to do that. I want that to be me." Damn. And then of course, and then of Being course, inspired I... by ten year olds, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and then of course, I go home and then go to my parents and be like, "Hey, guess what? <laughs> I want the loudest instrument ever." <laughs> exactly, exactly. So that's how that kind of started, and then I ended up. They were really supportive, and it started taking lessons. Um, as these guys can attest to, um, I'm sure Brayson can speak to this. I had my bunk bed ledge as like a hi hat, and yeah. I had like a practice snare drum, and then yeah. I had like I used to play hockey and stuff, so I would use my medals, like particip- usually participation medals. We're Poco hockey teams, not that great. Porco Quitlam, for those of you, it's a suburb of Vancouver. But anyways, teams were never that great, so usually participation medals, and those would be my symbols. So I'd have the hi-hat, the snare, and the cymbal. Mm-hmm. And then that's how I kind of started. I ended up getting a kit. And then and then Brayson, why, why don't you tell us about how you got started? Because that's kind of uh, how I got started. I was, I was just singing. That's it. I didn't even play bass that's yet. R- that's yeah. right. The whole... The stinky feet era. Yeah, we had, a, we had a. So what? So hold on. So what is the stinky feet era? <laughs> okay, so we had another friend. We still have him. <laughs> uh, and he was learning guitar, and we were playing some Green Day songs, and it was just Miles on drums, him on guitar, and me singing. And we played what was it? Brain Stew, and then classic Boulevard of Broken Dreams. Yes, Brains Two Boulevard, Broken Dreams, and then Richard. Richard was his name. Uh, Richard did the grand finale, that like g- guitar oh, intro, yeah, yeah. that guitar piece that you learn in like a book. Like, it was it. It was literally just going through what like uh, an A minor pentatonic, something yeah. like that, something like that. Yeah. And we uh, we recorded. No, that it's an E. It's an E minor. Oh, same thing. I don't know. <laughs> so you, wait, you guys, you recorded as Stinky Feet. Yeah, we. What was it? No, our band name was Generate. <laughs> yeah, the album Generate. was called Stinky Feet. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the, do you remember the album cover, Brayson? Yeah, it was our feet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ooh, okay. It was literally, I think, sorry, go ahead, Mike. I, I think once once we uh, generate some fa- generate some fans oh. of this podcast, we're gonna have to dig that out. They're gonna want to see the the feet pics for sure. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we can, Show we can feet. Yeah, we definitely have to find. I remember because my dad was huge into photography, still is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> excuse me. Feet. <laughs> no, no, he's not into feet. Not into feet. But um, I think I'm, that that was definitely our idea. Like that was our idea, and I remember we put our feet in like we, it was like one, two, three. Like our feet were like on the grass. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I old place. Yeah, Classic. and then it was it was like word art. It was like the wavy word art. Oh yeah. Yes. That it was, was like a, pe- it was like peak like like Microsoft Word ninety eight. No, yeah, that was 2001. It was 2001. Yeah, got, we was... gotta find that and 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 post it somewhere. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. And then Brayson, then you then you ended up playing the bass, didn't you? Yeah. So so Miles, you were like, "Hey, you should play the bass." I was like, "I don't know what that is, but sure." So I went home to my parents. 
I was like, hey, I want to get a bass. And they were essentially like, okay. And got me a bass. And then we learned some uh, pop punk songs, um, like Welcome to the Black Parade and Mm -hmm. these Green Day songs and Yellow Card and stuff like that. And Miles and I would just be locked up playing those songs over and over and over again at his house. And I'm so sorry uh, to your parents (laughs) for putting them through that. They liked it, apparently. I mean, they just liked that we were having fun, I think. That's true. I think that's one of those things where it's like, you know, when you're an adult and you talk to your parents and you're like, so, like, how was that? And they're like, oh, it was terrible. But <laughs> we just, like, told you we yeah. liked it. Yeah. That's a good point, actually. I can't imagine. Well, hey, I mean, y- y'all are pretty talented, but I can't imagine it was, uh, it was like, 10 out of 10. Well, I mean, the thing is, like, a lot of it was just blasting my stereo system loud enough so that we could play along to it. So, yes. Like, there was also yeah. that aspect to it as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, those um, are the days. We're a garage band at heart. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yes. And so so that was like the, the very beginning, the early days, the very first band. Yeah. Uh, and then, Austin, you sort of came into the musical picture uh, in middle school. Yeah? Yeah. Um. Basically, how I how I remember it happening was <laughs> uh, before I even learned guitar, because that was my first instrument. I uh, I sang like I was I started out as a singer, just like Brayson. Um, and so uh, I, how I remember it is before we uh, before I actually started learning guitar, I would still go over to Miles's house, and um, <laughs> we would I would bring over my crappy little Casio keyboard. <laughs> Um, and we'd still play. I had no idea what I was doing, like whatsoever. Um, and then eventually it got to the point where my younger brother, Mitchell and, uh, Brayson's younger brother, Jeff, uh, would bring over their mini hockey sticks and we <laughs> formed a band. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to remember how that went. I'm trying to remember how that went. Yeah. Like I played, I played the dumb little Casio keyboard that had like the pre-sequenced songs, which is the crocodile rock Brayson was referencing earlier. Mm. Um, and yeah, then Miles would play his, his snare drum and medals. Brayson would play his bass and then our brothers would play the mini hockey sticks. Yeah. That, what does that, that entail? Like, I think just like hold, literally together. holding it, holding it like an air guitar and going, oh, nee, 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 nee. it yeah. was, nice. yeah, it was pretty, it was pretty terrible. I'm surprised our parents didn't disown us on the spot, but it was, and it was cute. It was, it was cute. That cute. Band, it was did that cute. band have a name? Oh, that was uh jam with a silent B. Yeah. Yeah. That was <laughs> like at the end. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Jam. J A M. There's two M's. J A M M B. Jeff oh, Austin. Oh, your initials. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Jeff Austin Miles Mitchell Brayson. Yeah, <laughs> yes. nice. At least you had uh, names that could could work out into like sort of a word. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, sort of a word like two M's and a silent B. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we could have put that B anywhere. Could have been worse. It's exactly True. it's a silent B. It could it could go anywhere. <laughs> it could travel the world. Could have been like B M, like uh, like a Bjork, <laughs> oh, like a like a rip off. J sounds like a Y type deal. Yeah, yeah. Oh, we didn't know anything wow. about that shit back then. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, now we do. Um, we do. <laughs> <laughs> segues are weird. So, uh, so Austin, you started playing with him in middle school. Yeah. Uh, because uh, Minicata Middle, where you three went to school, yeah. had like a, like a music program that was like 
rock oriented essentially right yeah yeah essentially yes. so um basically where i started was not in rock school it was actually we had like um we had basically what was called like explorations which were essentially um electives in middle mm-hmm. school so we got to do like tech ed home ec um like music and something else i think like computer sciences i think yeah. um and so i first learned guitar in grade six in our music explorations uh shout out to uh to mr mr erickson who mm-hmm. set me on this journey i definitely 100 percent would not be here without him so um that's where i first learned and then i didn't actually <clears throat> pardon me i didn't actually join the uh rock school program there which was, it was called uh must rock short for mustang rock which is our uh our, our you know our um what's the word i'm looking for that the, the, school, mascot. the school mascot thank you yeah we were the minicata mustangs rah rah um and so i didn't <laughs> i didn't actually join the rock school program until grade eight which our uh, middle school was grade six to eight so i didn't join it until the last year but that's when i actually uh realistically i started playing with brayson and miles in some capacity right Mm-hmm. that's like the the true foundation of what is now royal oak yeah yeah but it took it took some time to become royal oak it mm-hmm. did take some time i would say i mean me and brayson have been playing together like all like since we were eight like we haven't like i mean there were times where like i think there was one time where we kind of like fell off as friends like a little bit like in at the end of middle school mm-hmm. but like even then we still had like we were still always playing yep. music i just remember there was one area where we didn't hang out as much like but but we are still playing music, I think, like all through middle school, because middle school, we had the program. And then obviously we're, we're going to go, well, not obvious to the listener, but we are going to go into our high school version of that rock school program. And then we played through that as well. Um, but yeah, we've just been, Royal Oak's been, it's been a thing for a while. And then when Austin came in, it just started to elevate it. But it wasn't called Royal Oak, though. No, no. No. no, I have a note about chronic amity. What oh. is chronic amity? Bracing, that's a, go good, that's amity. a good segue. Bracing, go ahead. <laughs> that was a uh, okay. So my <laughs> <He's> struggling. <laughs> my on and off girlfriend at the time uh, sang. Oh, and can anyone else oh, hear Bracing at all? No. Oh no. Oh, there you oh, are. There you are. Okay. There you are. Moment of silence. Yeah. Let me just adjust my mic. <laughs> Moment yeah. of silence for chronic amity. How's that? Is that better? Yeah, you're good. Yeah, you're good. Okay, so my on and off girlfriend at the time uh, sang, and I was like, hey, you should come be in the band. (laughs) And um, that didn't, long story short, that didn't pan out right. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Funny how that works. We were playing music, we were playing Paramore and stuff like that, and we did uh, a band, like a tribute band in rock school, in high school. And I think what was it, uh, Motley Crue that we did? Mm. Mm. Yeah, with yeah, with I a, remember that. Yeah, with Adar, I think his name was Adar. Was it Adar? Shout out Adar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout oh, out to yeah. Adar if you're listening to this. <laughs> so, I don't know if you are. <laughs> <laughs> so we did. Uh, we did Motley Crue, and we were supposed to come up with a band name, an original band name, um, to make a, a website and be like hey we're an actual band hire us that was kind of the project of that class mm-hmm. um and i came up with the name chronic amity with the help of my brother jeff because he liked the word chronic um but we were unaware of what that word actually meant <laughs> yeah <laughs> so our teacher's going through the list of bands and he comes up with chronic amity <laughs> 
nope, not happening. Not gonna fly. <laughs> I for I forgot about that. I forgot that he looked at it and he was like, "What? What is this?" And we're yeah. just like, we're like grade nine, just like, uh, we thought it was okay. <laughs> yeah, it's just a cool uh, sounding word. <laughs> I I think I think at this point it's probably also important to know in context because now we're talking about high school. Yes. Yes. So we yeah. haven't talked about what like what we did in high school, which for me, Brayson and Miles was actually very similar to middle school. So yes, um, Brayson, while you're on the topic, would you maybe want to expand on that? Uh, are you talking about rock school? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. I, I I just did. No, but like, but you just kind of just went into it. Like no one, no one has context. Like it, we didn't know. Like they, we oh, never mentioned. Oh okay. It. Okay. Well, it was, yeah, yeah. It was the high school version of what we did in middle school. Yeah. I mean, yeah. to to exp- oh, sorry. Go ahead, Brayson. Yeah, it was just you. It was a class, an actual class that you're graded on, um, and you just get together with some other musicians, form a band, uh, learn your songs, um, pretend you're a real band, have all your promotional material, website, everything, uh, and then at the end of the year, you perform uh, in front of whatever 500 people in the theater, um, and you sell the tickets, and it's like being it's like being a real band and yeah. hustling for yourself. We were very lucky to be able to have that as an avenue Definitely. for us. Cause like honestly, yeah. like there's I can pretty confidently say that I don't know if we would still be a band if or if we would even have or been ever. a band in the first place if it wasn't for those programs we had. So very yeah, grateful for those that. programs. And the teachers, Mr. Sanus, Mr. Erickson for middle yeah. school as well. Um, yeah. yeah, eternally grateful. Absolutely. So that was so high school was for Austin and I, we started in 2009 and then for the other two would have been 2010 right mm-hmm. yeah yeah so yeah so we started in rock school and that's sort of where i joined the picture mm-hmm. uh we played in a sound garden tribute band yes uh called back to the garden it was the four <laughs> of us uh and our friend olivia uh who sang and that would have been 2010 right yeah. I think, or like, yeah, um, I mean, your first... No, two, no or two, maybe like early 2011. Yeah. yeah. But like grade nine and 10, I mm-hmm. think. Uh, I think, we, I think was, we were in grade 11. 10, 11. 10, 11. 10, 11 yeah. for us. Mm-hmm. And that was my first introduction to these guys. I was a, a random guitar player in the class. They needed a guitar player. I think we kind of knew each other. Austin and I had done a musical, or were in a musical at that time. Mm-hmm. So that's sort of how I got introduced to them. That was my first show with what would later become royal oak Mm -hmm. uh but i didn't know it at the time um but you guys had a band at that time yes Uh, Mm -hmm. but it wasn't royal oak no it wasn't royal oak austin do you want to take this one sure it it became royal oak we should clarify that like it it kind of slowly morphed into royal oak over time but um yeah at that point um once we got into high school uh brace and miles and i just decided, well, let's just do it. Let's become a band. Let's write some goddamn music. So um, we did. Uh, we were uh, a rock band to start off, like kind of like a funk, bluesy rock thing, you know. Just no, it was, it was, it was, it was a good time. We were called the Reprise. Um, you might be able to find that music probably somewhere else. Definitely on YouTube, but maybe Bandcamp, somewhere yeah. else. Bandcamp. Too? Bandcamp. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Bandcamp. Yeah, um, just look, just look for something teal, and you'll find it. Because <laughs> <laughs> um, our our EP color was entirely teal. But yeah, so uh, that's really kind of the. I think that's really the true start of Royal Oak right there was as the reprise. Because um, 
Yeah, we wrote and recorded a um, an, an EP recorded with our friend uh, Hamilton Chalowski back when he was uh, still in audio school. And uh, yeah, we played a lot of uh, a lot of local shows. Um, yeah, as like, the reprise. I remember seeing you guys at like a car show. Mm-hmm. Um, you played at like a hockey rink for some reason. Yeah, yep. right? Mayday Parade. Yeah. Mayday yeah. Parade. Yeah. Yeah, we we did a lot of like car shows, Mayday parades. We even did um, a local uh, festival in Port Moody, uh, which is like a nearby city to where we live, called Golden Spike Days. Mm. Um, mm. Yeah, and that th- yeah, basically we just kind of were just um, just kind of ch- chugging around the uh, the local scene, you know, impressing uh, impressing hockey dads and uh, <laughs> wine moms alike. Oh yeah, <laughs> but yeah. It was, uh, huge demand. Yeah, absolutely. It was it was it was a lot of fun though, and I think that's really the point where we started to really kind of um hone our skills and like chops as performers because at that point, you know, rock school was a very good start and a very good like liftoff point from where we uh were in high school, but at that point that really gave us the chance to apply what we were learning and what we were doing in that class in real life. And mm-hmm. to have the opportunity to do it at such a young age was really great because at that point, it's like we, you know, we booked our own shows. We actually made merch, which you might potentially find in a value yeah. village. Yeah, because yeah. yeah. we gave all our old shirts to Value Village once we became <laughs> Royal Oak. Um, you know, and the recording process, uh, you know, and that basically really kind of kickstarted, um, you know, what we know and what we do and. I think we released that EP in what, 2012, 2013, 2013, I think 20, would have yeah, been. 2013. So my understanding is that Reprise started like 2010-ish, and then the EP was released 2013. So you did five songs, right? Yeah. And that was, it was pretty good. Like, I wasn't in the band, but I remember listening to it, and it was very, like, it was very cool to have, like, oh, the band that we all go to high school with was, like, recording and releasing music. Like, people would go to your shows and stuff. Like, it was, like, yeah. it was yeah. kind of a cool yeah. thing. Like, I'm sure every high school has their bands and stuff, but I don't think they have quite the same platform as mm-hmm. a band would have had at our high school. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So that was kind of, like, you had a whole program of kids who were, like, into music and, and that kind of thing and would, like, really follow you along. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. It was, so that yeah. was neat. Yeah, I really I really think that like uh, the whole rock school program that we had in high school really gave any bands that came from it a bit more of like additional clout, I'll say. Not even just, clout, but like a like a just a leg up. Like we literally played music every day in high school. Yeah. Yeah. And that was that's awesome. Like yeah. there aren't a lot of people that probably get that chance. So now we just nope. sit in front of microphones and yeah. just talk. <laughs> and talk to, and talk to <laughs> cameras yeah. and each other. Mm-hmm. Look at look at where how far we've come. Um, <laughs> so that takes us up to 2013, um, mm-hmm. release of the EP, and then 2014 is where the name change happens. Yes, yes. correct me if I'm yeah. wrong. That's where yes. the reprise um, becomes Royal Oak. Yes, at the end of the end of 2014, yeah, December first. Yeah. yeah, and so yeah. around that time, or I guess before that. Mm-hmm. Uh, U3 had added another guitar player. Yes. Yep. Yes. So our friend, uh, our friend James, mm-hmm. uh, who's also in uh, the rock school program with all of us, joined the band. And I know Brayson, you were saying he, I, we, when we were talking about this earlier, you said that he added, re- like the he sort of helped change the sound from oh, dad yeah. rock hugely. He was not uh, a dad rock kind of listener at yeah. all. Uh, he was very. Uh, indie influenced um a lot of like tokyo police club and stuff like that um 
and that kind of guitar playing when he mixed it with us uh, just kind of naturally changed our sound to be more um, open, have more reverb and, and be a bit more melodic than it was before um, and softened it up a bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it was cool. I, it was it was a it was a neat change, and we wrote mm-hmm. a bunch of songs, and um, we like you said, we put out our first song as Royal Oak on December first of yeah. twenty fourteen, and that was Hazel, and that was like a huge huge departure from what we were doing before. Yeah, mm-hmm. definitely. I remember. I remember like when we had started writing like with James, it was kind of like oh. Like we don't have to write rock music. Like we don't have to write <laughs> yeah. dad rock yeah. music. Like I remember when we were like writing it, I was just like, "Wow, like this is so much more interesting." And there's so many more accents and like dynamics to this type of music. And it was very interesting to go from that. Oh, we're gonna like start a band. It's gonna be rock music, and then just to kind of be introduced to that other world and be like, "Oh, like mm-hmm. this is this is more our alley, or more up our alley, rather." Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I remember th- kind of like watching that change happen too, because you guys would rehearse in the in the music room like over lunch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, and that's just kind of where we all hung out. And I remember like slow, like kind of even slowly hearing the change of the sound and the reverb got longer and the uh, <laughs> <laughs> like, and the tempos delay. got slower. Yeah, and yeah. It, it was, you had this very like Kings of Leon kind of vibe. Yeah, um, it was much. like very in at the time but it was it was cool to watch like especially thinking about it now thinking back on it and like watching that transition happen yeah yeah and i remember there being like a few songs that we wrote and didn't end up doing anything with that were still still had that rock kind of vibe yeah but then it would open up into like a more uh reverby um more emotional part and it would be kind of our bridge between our two styles, especially when we were still playing shows because we would still play our old songs and our new songs. Yeah, that was an interesting time. Are you talking about like like Ambito? Like the song Ambito? Ambito, uh, Lonely, Lonely Days. Days. Yeah. Lonely Days. Oh. Yeah, that yeah. was Spirit oh, that, Girl. I forgot about that one. Spirit Girl, yeah. Spirit Girl, yeah. That, w- that was actually, that was actually, that one was actually pre-James. Yes. That yeah. one was oh, pre-James. Yeah, yeah. And then those yeah. were all recorded at school with the f- help of our beloved friend luke who we will definitely i mean we probably have to do an We're episode just episode. with just on luke i would imagine yeah, yeah. but um yeah like it that was a weird point when it was like oh we have these rock songs we have these mm-hmm. other songs <laughs> these yeah. alternative indie songs but i mean and then we just kept trucking along yeah yeah and then all that writing uh eventually became the self-titled album royal yes. oak mm-hmm uh by royal oak which was released beginning of 2015 right Uh, day one day one baby day one day one 2015 yeah we we Um, thought we were so cheeky when we did that because like the first track off that record is called day one and we're like let's release it on day one of 2015 that's so (laughs) fucking cool (laughs) pretty uh we were we were kids we were aspiring we wanted to be edgy I still remember the um, the promotional video that you guys put out for the record. <laughs> oh yeah! And you would like stood up against that wall and put a flashlight in in like a oh, like a Tupperware container oh, and like yeah. shot it across your yeah. faces. Yeah, yeah. I forgot we, about we tra- that. Yeah, we were trying to we were trying to really do some cool DIY lighting, 
and try and have some sort of like edgy, like soft boy promotional material. And actually, yeah. you know, I don't think it turned out too bad. No, it like, turned out pretty bad. good. It was pretty good. Yeah. And then we then we also had the other promotional materials, which is that photo <laughs> shoot that we did at Rocky Point in Port Moody. And oh, oh yes. man, have we learned from that? Like we just were not. <laughs> we'll have to, we'll share the photos at some point, but like. Mm. I mean, they're still on our Instagram if you scroll back far enough, yeah. but like just yeah. not they... coordinated. Like we didn't know how to dress for shoots or anything. Like I remember well, I was wearing like, like a tank top and then we were all wearing dark pants and <laughs> Brayson had the bright khaki pants. <laughs> yeah. like, here's it's, the thing. It's the, it's the photo like behind the CD. If you, if you have the first, uh, if yeah. you get the, the if, first if album on CD. Mm-hmm. Um, but the thing is with that shoot is that it looks like three guys in a band and then me. <laughs> it really does. He's like standing like further apart from everyone, yeah. like dressed in like a burgundy sweater. Yeah. Uh, it's great. They were good photos though. They look nice. Oh, they were yeah. great photos. Shout yeah. out Mel. Mel Buenaventura. Yeah. Good adventure. Maybe you're listening too. <laughs> Who knows? Who knows what's listening? What's listening? Who's listening? Who knows? What is listening? What is what is listening? What even is listening? Who knows? <laughs> Who knows? Anyways, let's get back on track. Uh so so twenty fifteen started off with a bang for yes. Royal Oak. Yes. Um shows and so I guess I should mention the album was recorded with our good friend Jarrett. Mm-hmm. Um yes. at his place, as was our, our follow up record. Um, I'm saying hour because I actually recorded with that one. Um, but yeah, the, the self-titled album was all self-recorded, um, mixed and not mastered. No, mastered, not probably mastered by Brock, but everything else yeah. was done, um, by you guys and by, and by Jarrett. Uh, mm-hmm. and I think it turned out pretty well, all things considered. Like it's, uh, I mean, in terms of like a DIY album, and the thing is Jarrett was still learning all like yeah. the like the yeah. where Jarrett's come now like the all the gear he's accumulated the studio mm-hmm. um like it, it was a learning curve for both of us so I think just looking back on it like it was like yeah that that's respected like we were both learning how to like you know even like I mean we had recorded with with Ham with the reprise stuff like we had we had um we've had experience. experience with recording but like in terms like this is where we want to really like kind of dive in and it was all diy like we weren't in like a real like not a, like sorry real studio like a big like um like a nimbus studio or like um like a big professional yeah yeah like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah exactly um yeah yeah and so it turned out i mean i think it turned out really well and we still play hazel to this day yeah. for yeah. the most yeah. part like yeah. there's some good songs on the record i remember listening to when it came out and i was like it it's like an album, good. and I know these guys. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. Uh, so then, what happened? It was 2015. Probably played some shows. Yeah, and then at some point, James left the band. Yes. yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that is where I come in, because uh, mm-hmm. at this point, you had now Royal Oak was very much a two guitar band, mm-hmm. um, and I remember you guys approaching me. Uh, needing a guitar player to f- just to like fill in for yeah. a show. I think it was like at, July of 2015. Was it, it was like, it was uh, at venue, right? It was yeah, at venue. Yeah, it's at venue in downtown Club. Vancouver. It was July uh, or was, August. It was like July. I think it was the end of July. July, okay. yeah. And uh, because it was uh, the big birthday bash. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Bash. For, for Clyde. For Clyde. Yeah. For Clyde. One yeah. of the promoters. Mm-hmm. Um, and that so that was my first show. 
uh, with Royal Oak. And I was like, okay, this is cool. Like, I can fill in uh, for a-, a few shows if you need me. And um, and then all of a sudden, we just <laughs> I was just, like, in the band. I was, like, <laughs> we were talking about this a couple weeks ago. It was like, I'm sure we had a conversation where I was like, yeah, like, um, yeah, I'm going to join the band. Let's do this. But I feel like the thing that solidified it was like Austin took a photo of me at band practice and posted it to Instagram. It was like, meet our new guitar player, Mike. <laughs> and that's like how it became real. Like, oh, I guess I'm in this shit for real now. <laughs> yeah. Which, I mean, hey, I'm still here. So obviously uh, it's worked out in some yeah, regard. Yeah. It obviously but it has was, Mm-hmm. It was, yeah, it felt like a very, like, serendipitous thing that I just sort of somehow became part of Royal Oak. Yeah, it was yeah. very natural. Like, very natural. Mm-hmm. It like, was very I, natural. Like, I remember, like, when we were talking about it, we, like, a couple weeks ago, I said, like, I was, I don't remember, like you said, like, if there was a specific conversation or anything happened, you just kind of, it was just like, you you kept playing shows, you kept coming to rehearsals, and we, and we liked you, so it was like... <laughs> Perfect a reliable musician. The only thing, the only thing I remember in terms of like that actual changeover from you being like a fill-in guy to an actual member of the band was on our Facebook page at the time. Um, we had you listed as Green Day fourth member. Oh yeah, oh, yes. <laughs> for a long time because you were just a fill-in guy. And then I think I re- I remember specifically going in and like changing it and being like guitar vocals. <laughs> enter <laughs> like a like a like an actual fourth member yeah exactly so that that i i specifically remember doing that but uh it was a it was a cool feeling yeah it's yeah. it's it's been smooth sailing and it's been smooth sailing ever since mm-hmm. and now and here we're, we are here we are so we yeah so that was 2015 uh played a couple shows this was this we've, we've graduated at this point mm-hmm. um and then it was time to write another record and that's pretty much what we did, like all of 2016. Um, all right, end of 2015, beginning of 2016, we were like writing like crazy in Miles' yeah. basement. We took our time. Um, and we that's a, had, like that's when we started to like introduce new elements, like uh, the synth that I play and Austin's mm-hmm. keyboard. Mm-hmm. Um, SPDSX. The SPDSX, yeah. Mm-hmm. Got a yeah, lot more so electronic. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah, and like not necessarily pop yet but more less organic yeah. and i'm a little more experimental like i would say the record that came out of those writing sessions which is younger um like fairly experimental and like mm-hmm. quite varied like there's mm-hmm. some like yeah. really organic songs there's some really like electronic songs some weird time signatures like we we were very all over the place for better or for worse yeah i would i yeah. would say so i mean there was like we we always had to have songs in weird time signatures. I don't know if you guys remember that, but do you guys remember how we'd just be like, oh, this would like, it just felt wrong yes. having all of our songs in 4 4. And we were yeah, stuck in that. this rut of, because like yeah. on the first record, day one was 7 8. Uh, yep. And then there was that part in Barcelona that had the weird, like, oh, it was like the, a poly, uh, it was a polyrhythm, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. think so, it was a 3 over 4. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And yeah. then with the new, with younger, we had what was what was um fall together that was fifteen uh, it was like eight? it was fifteen eight. it was 15, a bar eight. of 
It was a bar of eight and a bar of seven. Yeah. So yeah, yes. technically 15. Yeah. So it, speaking of experimental, I just wanted to, I just kind of realizing mm-hmm. that now that we were just, <laughs> we're just so crazy with our time signatures. I think so, like Austin and I were really into progressive rock in that time. Oh, we, yeah. We, we all had a prog rock phase for sure. Definitely mm-hmm. did. But I think Austin and I went really deep down that rabbit hole and we like wrote a prog record at some, that is just like on my hard drive somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, we yeah we loved that. Um, that's kind of gone now. Yeah. But... <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, okay. I I mean I'm still very much into Prague, and I I love trying to throw in like little weird things as often as I can. But, but we're not doing it for the sake of doing it anymore. No, no. no. Which is good. Brayson. Brayson loves doing things in threes. Yes. If you I, listen I for threes. anything on our on any of our songs that happens in like a group of three, it's Brayson. Yes, guaranteed. Sure. Good things trying, come in threes. I'm mm-hmm. trying to turn it into fives. <laughs> <laughs> That's where we put our foot down. <laughs> we'll see what happens. But Prague was, uh, yeah, like we, I mean, we listen to all sorts of stuff, and I think mm-hmm. it shows on that record. Because, um, yeah, there's, there's all sorts of stuff. Uh, mm-hmm. Go back and listen to it, and, um, and, and you'll see what we're talking about. But we wrote it. Like over the span of probably five, six months. And then I went to Europe for like three months in 2016. And I remember us like sending demos back and forth. Mm-hmm. Like you guys mm-hmm. were still working on stuff. And then when I came back, we went and we recorded it uh, again at Jarrett's. Um, yeah. Yep. Over yep. winter. Uh, and we got a grant. We did. For that record, which was mm-hmm. huge. Because yeah, we huge. were very quickly finding out how expensive it is to oh, yeah. record and produce music. Yeah. Uh, I think that re- what that record cost, just to be transparent here, I think that record cost about eight? I think about yep. eight grand. Yep. And we got, a, grand. we got a grant for about three and a half thousand dollars yeah. from the BC government. Yeah. Um, yeah, which helped a lot. Thanks, BC government. Yeah. If you're listening <laughs> to this... <laughs> um so yeah even though we did a lot of it ourselves um we still spent a lot of money and most of that money was very well spent on our mix engineer paul beckler mm-hmm. um who had sort of mentored austin at audio school um so he mixed the record and we put it out tw- it was june 2017. of 2017 may or june something like that but yeah 2017 may or june we just sing we put a single in like april take all that you can for me and that was like a big, I think it was like a first single of like, oh, here's something quite different from the first record. Yeah. Yep. And then we yeah. put Younger out. I, I remember when we released Take All That You Can From Me, I remember that being like, we picked that song because we're like, this is like a good bridge between what we're doing with Younger and what we did with our first yeah. record. Exactly. I remember that being a like conscious a, choice. It was like yeah, another one totally. of those things kind of, when we were switching between the reprise and Royal Oak and we needed transition songs. That was kind of, it was the same feeling. I remember playing shows and, and we'd play like some of the older stuff. Mm-hmm. And um, it was really weird, like playing these low, slow, uh, sad <laughs> pieces mm-hmm. and then hopping into like one of our pop songs right after. Like Been There, for example. It's yeah. a very yeah. quick one, especially when we didn't play to a click. It was a very quick one. Wasn't <laughs> that, speaking of Been There, wasn't that the first song we wrote with Mike? Yeah, I think it was so. right. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, and then and the first song that we wrote for, for the album, other than Gates, which was sort of right. We wrote That's that with true. James from yeah yeah from yeah. the James mm-hmm. era. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that was the first song we wrote, and we ended up there's like what ten songs on that record. Yeah, something like that. 
Uh, and it's some of them I like. I love some of the songs on that record. Like, uh, like September is still mm-hmm. one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, we still play Ikeno live a lot of the time. Mm-hmm. Um, Livewire, Livewire's live a, yeah, a popular that's one. True. That was like, and there's that's funny. I'm sure we'll talk about the records in more detail. But I remember Livewire was like a song we were recording, and we were like, ah, this is our <laughs> least favorite song. Like yeah. maybe it won't make the record. Yeah, and people just really liked it, and it's been yeah. in our live set ever since. I don't think yeah. we played a show without it since. No, yeah, not since no, we released definitely it, not. unless it was like super. Sh- even then, yeah. Mm-hmm. And that one also has weird time signatures. Yep. Uh, yeah, the chorus is seven. Fifteen as well. Seven. Is it? Is it? It's just seven. Oh, it is fifteen. I think yeah, it's fifteen. It is, it, it we did 15. throw another fifteen. Yeah, it is. 15. So yeah, <laughs> so we like we like to get crazy with it, but it flows. Who has two? Um, who has two fifteen eights on one record? I know. That's so funny. <laughs> I'm just realizing that now. Like. <laughs> Apparently so a bunch of dumb bunch of like 19 year olds yeah um or whatever i guess that wasn't that long ago um <laughs> yes yeah, so it was only three years ago three years ago and Thanks. that was also when we did our first tour mm-hmm. yeah yeah uh, little, which little again guy. i'm sure we'll we'll get into a lot of detail about um but we booked it all ourselves i should say, I say we but i feel like brayson did <laughs> most of it brayson yeah. handled the emails <sighs> He yeah. did like all the emailing to all the yeah. venues and all the follow ups. So yeah, yeah, I, yeah. So that was a quick little. Yeah, we took a quick little jaunt uh, through BC and Alberta. Put like twelve shows. Yeah, yeah. hold on, hold decent on. Hall. shows. Hold on, I got. Actually, yeah, I can. I can look. I can look behind me on the wall. Ten. I have our. Ten old, shows. I have a, a copy of our tour poster right here. So yeah, that's uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Yep, correct. 10, 10 shows, shows in like two weeks. That's funny. We've all this got was a, our little. I know. My, mine's right there. This I, was I uh, this was mine. a nice gift from uh, from Mike's parents. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A couple Super of sweet. years ago, we got both this and our uh, pretend tour posters on a little uh, little board. So super cute. Yeah, yeah. Um, keep them around. Yeah, and that tour was like our first. That was our first, like, attempt at going somewhere that wasn't a hometown show. And I mean, I feel yeah. like it, w- it went pretty well. We bought that big, oh man, we're going to have another episode about our vehicles, but big piece, <laughs> of, piece of shit white van called the ship. We're g- well, we, we can't dive into it now or else we're going to get into too many rabbit holes. And we'll lose an episode. Exactly. We will. <laughs> True. Keep the content coming. <laughs> yeah. But we, yeah, it was, a, it was definitely a learning experience. We did play some relatively empty rooms, mm-hmm. um, yep. but it just like really energize us i think i remember coming back being like that was so much fun mm-hmm. yeah like that was like that was like the coolest thing ever it was like I, we got we all got to just drive around and we weren't driving far so we had a lot of like off time yeah mm-hmm. it was like what more do you want you're like playing music every night with your best friends and and we had luke tripping. with us too we had yeah. luke with us to help like tear up and set down or set down <laughs> tear set up and set down tear up <laughs> and set down <laughs> <laughs> oh y'all know what i meant oh yeah, I mean, yeah. that guy does tear up he does he does tear up <laughs> but yeah that was a great learning experience for us was it was and i think like it really really it really really pumped us up and that's when we got back i think that's when we really started to take things seriously mm-hmm. because we came back and we were like oh we need to keep this momentum going um after this tour and we need to just get right back into it like we don't want to be another two three years between records we want to be releasing music like ASAP. So we went hard in the paint, writing and oh, yes. uh, like I think we wrote the five songs for what what eventually became the Pretend EP in like 
three months. It was quick. Yeah. I like remember three, like four months. I remember writing them and just being like, "Wow!" Like we just yeah. like we were just coming out with stuff like, I yeah. like I. I can't remember exactly how the process was. I mean, I guess it was the same thing where we just came and we would just jam until yeah. something came out of it. And that's how we did it. And we got like yeah. five songs out of it in three months. Yeah. Because yeah. we were, we were, we came back from tour mid July and we were in the studio in like November, like December probably. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Late December. <laughs> right away. Yeah. Yeah. And so we started, we recorded that uh, at Echo Plant, which mm. is a, a, a local studio in our hometown. Um, and that was like, really like our first experience with like a big professional studio we mm-hmm. did record drums for younger at um blue life afterlife afterlife, yeah. afterlife studios sorry <laughs> we did record drums uh for uh for younger at afterlife mm-hmm. um but that was yeah like we did the whole record in a studio which was very expensive yes um yeah but worth it like i i'm so proud of that ep it's like i think the songs oh, are yeah. like, killer Same. they're all part of our live show repertoire like mm-hmm. And that was like, I mean, talk about like our, like, kind our of like our transition up. and like our evolution. Like that, mm-hmm. I feel like pretend is where we we released it, and it was like, uh, this is who we are. Yes, like yeah. this, mm-hmm. this makes sense. You know, like this feels right. And like I remember just playing it live, like just the energy we would play with. Like even Austin, like your performance just completely changed with that EP. Like you were like mm-hmm. you were running around more, like wireless mic. You were you were playing yeah. a lot more keys. Um, so like our live show changed. Um, mm-hmm. like our writing style changed. Uh, and obviously for the better, because I mean that's kind of the path we've been continuing mm-hmm. to go down, for lack of a yeah. term, I'd say. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean with with that with that EP, I mean with with younger, I kept my keyboard off to the side, but then once we released Pretend, my keyboard went to the center. Like you know, I meant business, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, and yeah, and you can definitely hear it when you listen to it again. Like they're very keys heavy. Solid. Yeah, tell me, solid tell keyboard me was... in front of you sounds. Yeah, that <laughs> keyboard was was right in front of you, and it was uh yeah we put out tell me it was a single, and then we put the record out in like July of 2018, mm-hmm. um, and that took us on our first Canadian tour. We went all the way to Montreal and back and played like tw- almost 20 shows or something like that. Like yeah yeah Brace, yeah. Bra- Brayson, pull out the board, count it. Yeah, pull out the, the board. Pull up the board. One two. Your mic came undone like again. 14. I think um like 14 shows maybe not 20 was a bit aggressive 13, 13 shows all right 13. Okay. but you know uh <laughs> we uh i mean again that was a learning experience for us going across canada and once again we'll talk more about that tour and the van that took us oh. barely across the country yeah um <laughs> yeah that was but i mean that that was a huge moment for us as well because I mean, yes, of course we've been friends for so long, but that was like the first real like taste of kind of like being with each other all the time, cramped in a shitty van, driving long yeah. periods, like dealing yeah. like going through adversity. Like it was a really good like life lesson for us as well and like just kind of showed how well we can work together you know like that's one thing i took away from it for sure yeah i think i think it really proved that like not only like not only just the band but like our friendship can cut the mustard too you know what i mean like it really kind of i I think it solidified where we're like okay so we won't kill each other if we did something longer than this yeah so that's good news yeah Yeah, so exactly yeah Yeah, it's got super wholesome 
Yeah. <laughs> I love you guys. We love you too. To the end. Like, it, it's true. Like, mm-hmm. I think that's what makes it so much fun and like it's so easy to hop in a smelly van for a month and just like tour around. Like, we're we're homies. Yeah, and not even just like a regular. Like, peep. The thing is, a lot of people are listening. They're probably like, "Oh, a tour van." You know, like, oh, they have bench seats. No. It, we had, it, yeah. we it had was, one bench seat. It was a Ford Windstar. <laughs> yeah. The minivan yeah. era. We With did the two. Back seats taken out. Yeah. 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 We did two tours, two Canadian tours in that minivan. Um, yeah. And it failed us both. And <laughs> multiple it got different the job ways. done. More on that later. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. So our third tour, which I just mentioned, was on the back of. Uh, well, really one single that we'd released, but we had three singles sort of queued up for 2019. We're getting close to the present now. Um, we came back from our first Canadian tour, went back to Echo Plant again pretty quick. Mm-hmm. Uh, with three new songs, we had uh, we had White Lies, we had Everything, and we had All the Things You Said That You Had Ever Wanted. Um, not in that order, but those are our three most recent songs. Um, once again, sorry, we forgot to mention. Once again, working with Matt DePomp, Ponio, yeah. and Ryan Worsley of Echo Plant, who, Echo Plant. who have done well by us. We yeah, love their it was, work. It was just kind of like, mm-hmm. we were like, oh, this works. Let's just do it again yeah. as yeah. soon as possible. Yeah. So we, we had such a good experience doing Pretend that we, we, we went right back there. Put out White Lies in like May of 2019. A music video done and then we did our third tour with uh with chersey who mm-hmm. uh is another artist from the area uh super good friend of ours we she featured on our song mistakes from our our pretend ep mm-hmm. and we didn't really know her well at all when she did that no, no. um but then brayson started playing with her doing some session stuff and so we toured together uh we got a grant for that tour uh which really made things easy for us and then um that was a really cool tour. We like filmed a music video. We probably played. We played more shows yep. in that month than we ever had. Um, we had some good shows. Mm-hmm. Um, and another thing with the cross Canada tours is just like I mean, even same with the Western Canadian tour, but like just the amount of people we were able to meet and like the relationships we were able to like oh, build yeah. with other bands. Like because yeah. we had to book a bunch of we had to book. Like for the most part, like two other bands, like was usually per what night, it was. Per city, yeah. So we were yeah. always meeting all these people, and then that was also like a great learning experience for us as a band. I think mm-hmm. I've said learning experience like <laughs> six <laughs> times throughout this episode. You're, but, you're not wrong though. I know, but right, like it was just mm-hmm. like being able to meet all those people, and then also like having the family and friends that allowed us to stay with them. Like, yeah, just yeah, great, huge. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, We'll, we'll we'll get we'll get into that. I think yeah. we'll we, we'll wrap up wrap up this episode of our history, um, with now pretty much it's we're we're recording this at the end of 2020, a glorious year for none. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. We started the year off. We we put out everything. It was our our most recent single mm-hmm. in like end of February. Yeah. Uh, oh, what a naive time. The end of yeah. February the 2020. End. <laughs> <laughs> like literally. We, it was a like leap year, and we, we did it on the leap year day, on the leap yeah. day. Yeah. And then, like, not a good idea. two but... weeks later, borders closed from COVID. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, crazy times. And so we have really not, I shouldn't say we haven't been doing very much now, but I would say, like, this this section uh, of the Royal Oak history 
uh, book is not as full as some of the others. Obviously, no not, tours. Yeah, not as full. No, but I know. mean, but we also, I mean, we did those video covers, which was good, right? We like mm-hmm. we did. We released three video covers. Um, I feel like it was a it was a lot of time for us to like, kind of like you know reflect, kind of like take a take a year off from touring, right? Like yeah, you're saying, yeah. Was, yeah. That was like like when we when I look back at this history, we like we've really been go 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 since we were like recording younger, pretty pretty much since I joined the band mm-hmm. in yeah. a way. Like we we wrote younger, and then we recorded it, and then we toured, and then we wrote like, and it's that never ending cycle that you like can't really break out of so like yeah we've been doing a lot of writing during this time and we've taken it as a time to like reevaluate and and plan and all this stuff but it's been nice to just chill mm-hmm. yeah. yeah it's, it's i mean it's i nice think to... yeah as shitty as the year was like the world definitely needed a break you know and that including royal oak i mean not not like a break like not like a break it's like oh we're going on a hiatus but like we still did like our covers we did like mm-hmm. the adore yeah. you cover new we did john mayer cover the super lonely yeah. cover so like we mm-hmm. still wanted to keep things going but it was like it was it was also a good lesson didn't use learning experience that time because wow. we had to adapt to not having shows that we could plan mm-hmm. for right so yes yeah, yeah, for yeah. Sure. and I mean, I think the biggest thing that we've gotten out of this record is, you know, like, um, like what, uh, like what you guys were saying, how we've had the chance to just kind of like chill. It's really allowed us to kind of focus in, focus in on and write a new record in a yeah. way that we half have been wanting to, and half we're also kind of forced to. So, um, yeah, in a way, As so in not all in the same room. Yeah, mm-hmm. it, I would say it's been nice to not feel like we have a deadline. Um, that being said, we are are still making personal deadlines for ourselves, but like mm-hmm. it, it's nice not to feel like we we have to tour this year or we have to put out an album this year and we can just work on ourselves. And we have been working on our, our music a lot. Like I I oh, would yeah. say it's the hardest we've worked oh, on our music. Hands, hands down. Like the most mm-hmm. like the most like thought has been put into the this writing these writing sessions I think. Yeah. Like you know mm-hmm. like it's very very like a lot of pushback like you know which like healthy conflict like oh like that sounds like shit we shouldn't do that let's try this. Oh like that sort of thing like mm-hmm. it's really been fun to to go through that process. I think we finally kind of nailed down something that works. And I mean not sorry not finally nailed down something. It's just a different aspect that's really working well. Yes. Yeah. And I, I guess to, to put a little bit of a, a timestamp on it, at this point we have what mm, ten songs Nine, written for the record. Ten songs. Mm-hmm. For anyone, for for people who are wondering, you know, when's it going to be Royal Oak season again? That's that's where we're at. I'm putting a timestamp on it. End of 2020. We're at about ten demos or so. Yes. Like ten, yeah. ten actual songs. Maybe and, maybe mm-hmm. nine and two halves. That, but. Oh, still, never that mind. Still okay. makes ten. Yeah, that's... no. I see. I see what he means though, because he's being like two half songs. Two half. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. I was like a whole. Yeah. No. I <laughs> had to think about that for a second too. Yeah. But we're, we're regardless. We're writing, mm-hmm. uh, and we're podcasting, and this is something else that's new, mm-hmm. and that that brings us to this very moment. Yep. That was twenty years of the history of Royal Oak and our that friendship. Was... That was fun. I mean, we have this, never, this I was saying before we started the recording, we have never really like looked back and kind of like seen where we come from. So I really enjoyed this conversation. It was a lot of fun. 
Yeah, this was this was really quite um, the the retrospective on not necessarily even the band's history, but just like our history as friends. Because I mean, yeah, I mean, a lot of like band members can be like, oh, yeah, like we're homies. Like, you know, we have good times. You know, we met on Craigslist three years ago, but we cool. (laughs) It's like we actually go back so far and our friendship actually has so many layers to it. And I think. Yeah, it's just it's really cool to just uh, it's really cool to reflect on like a good positive feeling at the end of a year that has, you know, been very overwhelmingly negative. So I'm I'm happy that we uh, that we did this episode. And I think this is going to put um, at least like, you know, a nice a, a nice little cherry on top of the shit Sunday. But <laughs> yeah, shit I don't Sunday. know. Twenty twenty is the shit Sunday. So oh, this conversation <laughs> is the cherry on the on the twenty twenty shit Sunday. I wish I could have used like a better metaphor for that, but we're going with it. We're going with it. Hey, it's fine. We're live, baby. We're live. This is it. But yeah, twenty years, like basically, right? That. Like uh, mm-hmm. what you, you that you guys have known each other. Yeah, uh, and even like ten since I've known you all. So oh yeah. Uh, pretty crazy and we've got a lot more coming we've got a lot more in store both as a band and this podcast so um i think we'll wrap it up there we'll um you know yeah we've uh mm-hmm. i think we've i think we've arrived at the end we've I've, arrived we have we, we have absolutely <laughs> at arrived. The end. so thank you for listening uh and uh now that you've got some more context about who we are and uh and and what we've been up to uh, we can get into some more nitty gritty details in the in the next couple episodes. Um, we're gonna talk all things band. Oh yeah, chat. <laughs> yeah, we can involve some stories, some educational stuff, like talking the booking stuff we talked about, and then also mm-hmm. some of the touring stuff, some of the stories behind that. So stick around; everything. it's gonna be a lot of we're fun. We're gonna go into we're gonna go into everything. Um, but for now, definitely follow us on all social media. We will put it in the show notes. Uh, there's also going to be pictures of feet in the show notes based on, <laughs> based on um, you know, our, our past conversations. So uh, lots to look forward to. Uh, check it out, and we will see you in the next episode. Bye. See ya. Bye.